What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's AP and Friends Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to AP and Friends Podcast. I am your host, AP. And today is a special, special occasion because it's Valentine's Day and we have a great podcast for you today. Give it up for yourselves joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today, y'all. I appreciate y'all. If I don't tell y'all enough, I'd let y'all know right now. I really do appreciate you guys. And today is going to be an amazing, amazing podcast. As I do before, I want to thank you guys for always, always, always leaving comments. You're, um, you know, liking the posts and, and, and everything. I really got some great feedback from the last podcast. Uh, who am I? And, um, you know, thank you guys for always giving good feedback. Uh, if you haven't heard it, make sure you go and check out um, the links in my on my page to all the old podcasts. But um, today is a special day. The day is for lovers. And I am just so excited that I have a very special co-host with me today. I am super uber excited because I have one of the most beautiful, one of the most talented, one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. I have my beautiful wife, my Guyanese princess, my queen, <laughs> all those in between. I have my beautiful wife, Latoya, with me. Latoya, say what's up to the people. Hi, everyone. So excited to be here on the AP and Friends podcast. Yeah. I, I am more than a friend. Yeah, she's more than a friend. <laughs> Definitely more than a friend. And um, I'm so excited, baby, to have you here on this special Valentine's Day edition. How are you doing today? I am good. I am so happy to be here. I am excited that you're taking on this new adventure. I'm so proud of you, boo. I'm really proud. You make my heart smile when I see you just in your space doing your thing and just using your gifts that God has given you. It just makes me makes me feel good. Y'all heard that, y'all? I make you feel good. All right, so um, <laughs> look, we're going to get into some business real quick. Um Thank y'all for joining the AP and Friends podcast. Again, I have my lovely co-host with me today. And here at the AP and Friends podcast, one thing we want to do is always have fun. Two, we want to inform. And three, we want to inspire. Um, so since today is Valentine's Day and you guys are getting this podcast on today, why not talk about love? So we want to entitle this podcast, I Think I Love My Wife. I oh, you better love your wife. <laughs> I think I love my wife or spouse. You can say that because it goes both ways, right? So we're going to get to a couple of things. But before we do that, we're going to um, uh, get into some new topics that are happening now. Um, over the weekend, the Grammys happened. 
and uh, it was a great it was a great Grammy. Some great performances, uh, some surprise winners, and um, it was just an amazing time. It was a lot of uh, a lot of different things going on during the Grammys. One, everybody was talking about. Um, you know, Cardi B won for, uh, I think it was Best Rap Album. Best Rap Album. Best yeah. Rap Album she won mm-hmm. for. And, um, you know, I heard some of the album. I didn't get a chance to finish all of it, but, uh, you know, she she has really been on the come up the whole 2018. In, in the 2017, uh, and 2018 was just her year. So she actually did a great job, and, um, you know, I'm happy for her. Uh, but, of course, it was a lot of, um, you know, shade thrown her way because, you know, a lot of the Barb's, the Nicki fans are always trying to go for back go to bat for Nicki Minaj um but you know so it's just funny to see that that um you know that that back and forth on social media but uh salute to everybody who the first time winners I know my boy PJ Morton won uh I was so happy for him Gumbo was an amazing album one of my favorite albums in 2018 um he's just a phenomenal phenomenal uh musician and um uh, well deserved Tori Kelly. Tori, Tori Kelly, Kelly, an amazing too. album. Love that yeah, album. she had a great album. We put that yeah. in the car on rotation when we go driving. My kids love that album. And um, um, her, yeah. her one, her two. one, yeah, one of our favorite songs. Yeah. Her and Daniel, uh, the Caesar. Yeah. Daniel Caesar, yeah. yeah. Um, her album was amazing. Yeah, hers album is is, is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just some great times, and then the performances were great too. Of course, First Lady, our forever First Lady Michelle Obama came out, and we was excited to see her. Shut it down. She got a standing ovation. Yeah, look, yes. you know, looking dressed to the nine and looking nice, man. And everybody <laughs> loves some Auntie Michelle. Yeah. So we were just so happy to see her, and um, as always, and she's always looking presidential, even when she's not in the White House. She always carries herself presidential. So um, it was just great. I mean. Um, we got to talk about J-Lo did the, um, her and Neo and some other people did the Motown um, presentation, and um, it was all right. She she did a good job. You know, um, a lot of people were kind of upset that she was representative. That would represent, um, you know, Motown or because she's not known as being the best vocalist, uh, but she is a performer, but I thought she did a decent job. Um, what were your thoughts about J-Lo's performance? I think J-Lo did her thing. I think she's a great dancer, mm-hmm. and I love J-Lo, Jenny from the block. I, I love J-Lo. I don't know if I would have picked her if I was in the producer's shoes to to represent the Motown era, but I think I think she did a great job. I also think there's a lot of other artists out there that could have probably represented that era a little better than yeah, J-Lo my- did, but she's a performer, and she did her thing. Yeah, my wife, she had a, uh, she saw something online that said next time they do a Selena tribute, uh, Fantasia's gonna be the one to do <laughs> do the <laughs> do the presentation. But uh, no, nah, it was dope though. I mean, it was well put together. Yeah. Um, I think overall the women really uh, represented at the Grammys. Alicia Keys did her thing. She yeah. brought out other women to encourage her. Uh, Lady Gaga did her thing. Um, her performed Diana Ross. Oh my God, her in that red dress. Yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> they know, they did uh, multiple um, takes for her to um, like just shots of the crowd so she could get up and down the stage because her dress was just flowing everywhere. Her yeah. son had to come up to help her to to get down the steps and then up the steps. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was cool. It was a, a really good a really good night for women and all the all the women in entertainment. Yeah. And um, it's good to celebrate the women. Women, give it up one time for yourself. Clap, 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 yeah. clap. One time for yourself, Girl women. Power. She's Who a spice the world, girl now. girls. All right, come on now. Um, anyway, uh, it was it was a great show. I mean, it was it was really good. I, you know, being a musician myself, I love watching the Grammys because it's an opportunity to see people 
that work so hard for something actually, you know, get recognized for their hard work because people see social media posts and they see, you know, things, you know, they think people just living lavishly and, 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 um, you know, spending money here and there, but obviously they've worked hard at their craft to get to where they are. So even if you don't think they deserve Grammys, they worked their behinds off to get to this point. So salute to everybody that won Grammys for the first time. Be proud of yourselves. And um, yeah, salute to you guys. So yeah, I'm excited about that. So that was good. So we're going to wrap that up real quick because we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of what we want to talk about. And again, the subject of the podcast is I think I love my wife. I want to preface this by just saying, I'm just going to let you guys know, look, there is no such thing as perfect people or perfect marriage. Mm, ain't that the truth? Yeah, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> There's no such thing as perfect people or perfect marriage. But we decided to end up imperfections. Imperfections. We can still strive <laughs> to be great, right? That's yes. that's one of our mantras for our marriage. Yes. We can still strive to be great even in our imperfections, right? And I want to add, too, that mm-hmm. no matter what, we know that we have each other's back. At the end right. of the day... You got me and I got you. That's no right, matter man. what, we riding together. We riding this thing out till the end. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And that is one thing that if y'all want to take notes. I'm going to drop a gym right now. I'm going to drop a gym right now. Drop it, baby. Yeah, listen. Hey, don't say it like that now. Right, uh, <laughs> look, if you are in a marriage, uh, this is tip number one. I'm going to put you guys up on game. No matter what you guys go through, if you guys stick it out together and truly, truly, truly have each other's best interests at heart. You guys can get through anything. I know kind of fumbled through that, but I'm going to say again, if you guys love each other, you can get through anything in your marriage. There are going to be some tough times. There are going to be some hard times, some triumphs, some failures. But if you guys walk in it together, I promise you, you guys can get through anything. All right. Now, I don't mean go out there and do everything, but that just means that you guys can get through it because you guys love each other. Right. So that's gym number one. Y'all can take that, do what y'all want with that, put that on a meme, do whatever y'all do. But that's free right there. That's a free carrot for you guys. So we're going to get into this segment called Would You Rather? Right. Yes. Would you rather, if you guys are new to the podcast, you guys haven't been following me on social media long, uh, my wife and I actually met in high school. Um, we met, um, what, my sophomore 2000 year? and 2000. Well, we started dating in 2000. Yeah, we started dating yes. in 2000. So your sophomore year, my freshman year. Yeah. We was no, 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 no. Yeah, my freshman year. I was a freshman. Was yeah, I know that, sophomore. but I don't think the years were right because I graduated in one. So well, we, we started have... we started. We were talking and getting to know each other, and we made it official mm-hmm. in the year 2000, right? Okay. We made it official. It, either way. It was right outside in front of the bus before I got on the bus, and I was like, remember that question you asked me? Yeah, I want to be your girlfriend, and I just ran on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let me tell you how smooth I was with it, though. I was so smooth with it. You know, back in the day, you know, we ain't got all this text and all this other stuff and the Snapchats. We didn't have all that stuff back then, even, you know, back in the day, it's, you know, 2000, but... What I did was, I th- you know, I thought she was a little slim cutie, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, I had my little varsity jacket on, feeling myself. So as I, always. As always, yeah, <laughs> even to this day. Hello. Um, so I wrote her a little note, put it in her bag. Now, this is a disclaimer. This is how smart she is. She was in my math class, and I'm a grade older than her. So that just lets you know exactly where that's going. But um, I wrote her a, a note, slipped it in her bag, just letting her know I thought she was beautiful and stuff like that, like a suave player would do. And, um, you know, we started talking and, um, you know, one thing after the other, 
I got to her story where she said, you remember that thing you wrote to me? Yes, I want to be your girlfriend, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So. And then ran on the bus. And then ran on the bus. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess okay. I got a girlfriend now. All right, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, fast forward to today, three kids later, married for almost 14 years. 14. Almost, yep. It'll be, be 14, 14 years this July. year. So we've yeah. been together for almost 19 years, I think. Yes. And we've been married for 14 years coming up in July. Your math is still bad, baby. I said <laughs> you was in my class. I, come on, man. Oh, don't man. do this. Don't do this. I um, you don't write me notes no more. Because I can't spell. That's why. <laughs> you can't spell and you can't add. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> uh, so... Um, Keep writing notes to your wife. Put that on. Put that on your list over there. No, of I'm, your gems to drop. No. Keep being romantic. Keep writing notes. Nah, you ain't got to write notes. Don't you send just, me no emojis. Nah, you can just send pictures. Now you ain't got to worry about no, no other. You don't even see no, no notes. People like women like that stuff. In, anyway, it's all romantic to get a note from your husband. He used to slip it in my book bag. Mm-hmm. I was suave, y'all. Back in the day, I was real suave. I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I, I was real suave with it. Um, as you can see, like 19 years later, three kids, you know, <laughs> hello. Let's start writing some notes again. All right. All right. All right. Anyway. Um, so just a little background of us. We've been together for a long time, right? So when we say stuff, we don't say stuff just to be throwing stuff out there. We actually say stuff because we've been through some stuff in these 19 years together. We grew up from pretty much, you know, children, teenagers, teenagers yeah. to, to grown people with, with jobs and, and responsibilities yeah. now. So we've kind of have some years under our belt where we feel we're in a place where we can kind of pass yeah. some wisdom along. So I uh, just yeah. want to give you guys that disclaimer. We've been through this for a while. So we, yeah. you know, we look, we know a little something, y'all. We had to go through changes together too. Like yeah. We were teenagers and you just don't think the same way in, when you're in your teens that you do in your 20s and in your 30s. So right. we had to love each other through changes in our, in our bodies, changes in our, in our thoughts, mm-hmm. our actions, changes in our, in our Christ walk. Yeah. Changes in everything. Like we've just had to stick it out together. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we went through a lot. We went through a lot, but uh, you know, thank God we're still here. So, being that we got together so early in life, I think I was fifteen, you were fourteen. Yeah. Question of the day: Would you rather? Would you rather our children find love young, or date a little bit before marriage? Uh, Mrs. Pearson. I don't know. We were so young. Oh my gosh. I know. So my Jordan is twelve now. Our oldest son is twelve, and I don't know. He's like two years away from. From us getting together, yeah. From us getting together. I just don't know if he would be mature enough to, like, handle all of that. I don't know. But it's so. I think it's a good thing to find love so early and to be able to grow with someone and to be able to share all the years that we've shared. Like, we've... We've people go through so many relationships to find their, their, their one, like... I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a tough one for me. I guess it depends on who the person he's dating is. I don't know. That's that's a tough one for me. Yeah, I know what we went through when we were younger because, again, we had to grow up together. So, um, you know, we kind of had to go through uh, a lot of different things. Me trying to figure out what it meant to uh, just be a man, for one, um, even though I was, you know, 15 years old. But the one thing that did... Uh, help us is that we we would ride or die for each other. Even at that early age, we could not be separated. We just could not be separated. No matter what distance, no matter what was going on in life, we made sure we were together. 
Um, yeah, we did everything together. Yeah, we really yeah, did. We did. We really Even did. after Aaron, um, Aaron graduated, I was a senior. He graduated, and went to college. Like we made sure, like we stayed in contact. We made sure we talked every day. We made sure we we saw each other on the weekends. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I even made a point to make sure I stayed home during college. When I mean home, home, I mean in the state because I yeah. had opportunities to leave the state. Uh, to go to college, but I just knew I loved her so much. I didn't want to be too far away from her because I just, you know, I felt like if I left, part of my heart would be gone. So I just knew I wanted to be with her. So I couldn't, you know, I, I stayed in state because I really wanted to be close to her. And hey, it all worked out, right? Again, three kids, 19 years later, 14 years married. Um, you know, I, I don't regret anything. You know what I mean? So um, we definitely have come a long way. But when it comes to our children, um, I don't know. I think that finding love early was a good thing. But I also see the benefits in waiting uh, and kind of waiting and seeing yourself develop a little bit more um, in order before you settle down. Because this way, when you settle down, it's a lot less uh, trial and error with, with your um with yourself because you're a little bit more established. Um, I think I would have, instead of us being two half people coming together to be one, I think we could have been both one, you know, whole person and really got through everything together. So it was, it was, it was a learning curve, but you know, thank God my wife um, decided to take that learning curve with me and grew with me. And um, we continued to grow together. So it wasn't one where one was outgrowing the other one. We kind of grew together and that's what made it work, honestly. Um, it really wasn't anything else, but that that that's the thing that made it made us work the most was um, we grew together because we wanted to be together so bad that no matter what happened, we made sure that we were uh, close. So yeah, um, yeah. I agree. I'm I good agree. either way. If he finds love early, that's great. Um, I know at 14 though. Yeah, 14 we were young. I don't want my I don't want my boy looking at nobody. I want nobody looking at my baby. <laughs> he gonna be my baby forever though. Well, he'll be your baby when he's you know 60 years old. I know. So it, but you 14. Know, mm -mm. I, I understand. And I girls some, are fast these days. Girls are fast back then. <laughs> Hello. Call Hello. Me fast. <laughs> you like my fastness. Hey oh hey Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a good question, but um. I think I'd rather my, you know, my kids wait a little bit, but um, kids are going to be kids, and, and we were kids once, and we kind of did what we wanted to do anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Next question. Next question. Uh, next question. Let's see. Um, no, that's it for the Would You Rather. I think that's it. We only had one question. We got to get into some other stuff. So, I think I love my wife, husband. I'll say that. Slash husband. Slash husband, right? Yes. So... Some, what are some of the challenges we face in our marriage and um, how do we get through them? I think a big challenge we face is making time for each other. Yeah. Making time for each other. Three kids, working, traveling, commuting. Yeah. Just life, man. Just life can get in the way. So I think just making time for each other. Making sure that we have date night. Yeah. And that's yeah. actually, that's, that's a good point. Um, and we're going to say that's point number one. Date night. Date nights are so, so important. Date nights are extremely important. Um, we've been slacking on the date nights recently. No, actually, we have it because we actually, actually we're doing better. Yeah, we're, doing better. we're doing better. We're being more intentional about it's not weekly. I would like it to be weekly. Right. Actually, 
It is weekly. It is now. pretty much it e- is weekly. Yeah, yeah so on our days off, we usually have either Mondays or Thursdays um, off together, and we try to do at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get lucky; we do two days a week. Right. Yes. But um, yeah, but our date nights are something as simple as uh, going to movies, lunch, yeah, movies, lunch, lunch, you know, um, dinner, dinner. Another thing is too um, snuggling. Snuggling. Yeah. Oh yeah. We like to binge watch on. Um, yes. You know, Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is, yes. we we just love a to free date night. Yeah, it's a free date night, <laughs> very very free. Yes, but very very rewarding uh, as well. But um, date nights are super 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 important, guys. I mean, that's just yeah. one thing to maintain because with with work and the stress of just bills and and the stress of cleaning or or just maintaining um, you know, your household, your life, relationships get put to the back burner sometimes, and and it's not really healthy for marriage that way I, well, at least we don't we don't think so yeah. you gotta have some type of balance between work and uh and play and one thing i feel that uh married people get away from is actually being married to each other we so we get so consumed with everything else that we let our relationships fall by the wayside and i think that's the worst thing you can do uh for your spouse is to care for everything else but when it comes to your spouse you don't really give her uh or him the uh credit that they deserve when it comes to just spending time because sometimes you go through life and you're just like I just want a hug and some people some couples be like when's the last time I even hugged my my spouse Um, so we were at a marriage conference sorry to cut you off so we're at a marriage conference lately and at the end um, our pastor said, you know, just get up and just turn to your spouse and just hug them. So we were hugging for like, I don't know how many minutes, but yeah. the fact that like no interruptions, just not even kissing or anything, but just hugging each other, like the way, like, it just felt like everything just melted away. Like all of the stress, all of the worries, like just everything just melts away. And I think we forget like just the simple act of hugging or just just taking time to kiss each other mm-hmm. can take away uh, a lot of stress. I read somewhere, I can't remember where I read, but they were talking about we spend so many hours with our coworkers a week. Like we spend so much time conversating with people that are not our spouses. And we get so like, sometimes we tell them stories, sometimes we share things with our coworkers. And then when we get home, we're so tired and we're exhausted and we're not sharing that information with our spouse. Mm-hmm. Like we're missing out on that connection because so many other things are happening, like kids, work, just life in general. You know, we got a million things going on. So just taking that time out once a week or whenever it is, even if it's watching a movie at home, doesn't have to be something that's expensive because. You know, everybody's on a budget, trying to save money. So just making time once a week to love on your spouse, to mm-hmm. refill, refill your bucket. We love that love bucket. I don't know what book. What book is that from? The love bucket, filling your... Love bank. Your, the love bank. Love what? bank, yeah. Love I, bank, I can't love bucket. What, 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 his needs, her needs. Yes. We gotta His needs, her needs. Oh my God, that's a great book. I forgot who that's by. We gotta look it up. We gotta add it in there. Do you do show notes on your podcast? I guess I have to do show notes you now have since you're coming over notes. and taking over oh, my podcast. Right. Having this mic in front of my face just makes me want to sing. I don't know if I have a singing you should voice, try to sing. We should do some. Sh- no. All right, that's all right. Never mind. Never mind. I may cut that out oh later because that was just. Yeah, let's cut that out because I could not hold the notes. Yeah, that that was hard. That is not um, one of my guests. You didn't even let me. You didn't even let me um warm up. That, that's that's okay. Okay. All right. So I'm yes. gonna spare these people on, on the Valentine's Day. I don't want them to. So back to date night. <laughs> yes. And if you can't sing, please don't do that during date night. Um, that will kill the mood. 
Um, you like my singing. Uh huh. Especially when high notes you be hitting. Uh, ooh, anyway, ooh, um, fourth baby. <laughs> No, we're done with kids. Um, Boy, we done with kids. Well, I say we done with kids. All right, we do, anyway, we done with kids. Ooh, ooh. Unless somebody gonna put in those that they will babysit. But other than that, hey, free babysitter. Hey. <laughs> Listen, um, yeah. Yes. So date nights are very, very important, and yes. um, just spending quality time with your spouse is yes. important. Like, like my wife said, um, we went to a marriage. Um, um, was it not a retreat? A marriage. Um, a marriage seminar. seminar. Oh, I have one thing to add. Go ahead. Go. Put your phone away, guys and girls. And girls, yeah. Because I like to stare at my phone, too. Put your phone down. When you with your spouse, look into their eyes. Just enjoy them. Like, it's, life is too short. Like, just enjoy each other. I'm always telling my husband, like, put your phone away. Please look me in the eye. Let's just have a moment. Like, have yeah. a moment. Be present with your spouse. Take them in. Study them. Yes, we learn to study each other during the oh, seminar. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I, I've never really thought about that mm-hmm. after all these years of being married, of just studying your spouse, making sure you know what the things that they like, things that they don't like. Like, sometimes violent movies are just not my thing. Like, don't. Mm-hmm. Take me to a violent movie because that's just not filling my love bank. But um, just studying your spouse, knowing what the things that they like, and um, just being present. I think it's very important to be present. Yes. Yeah, that's one thing I, I learned during the, during the, uh, the marriage seminar as well. You just got to be present and be in the moment. Um, and the phone is one of the biggest distractions that comes along with um, not just with marriage, just in general. Our phones keep us away from our destiny on, on a day-to-day basis because yes. the time we spend on our phones, we could be putting that towards actually completing goals that we have for ourselves and in our lives. And, um, you know, so the phone can be a great thing, but it's also something that is very detrimental to our um our well-being when it comes to being goal-oriented so yep and being present and being present Mm -hmm. yeah so definitely with marriages you definitely want to make sure that every opportunity you get to love on your spouse you have to do it and that was such a cool thing to be uh, i think pastor said you want to hug your spouse at least try and hug them or pray with them for at least two minutes minimum yeah out of the day like is that important they're well-being is that important it should be number one on your priority yeah. list over everything over bills over kids over everything else your spouse needs to be your number one uh your first first ministry and your your yeah. first first priority of the day should be your spouse and, yes um, so if your spouse is yeah. near you just pause this podcast so we let them pause this podcast go hug your spouse yeah put your phones down turn everything off like just shut it down and just Go grab your spouse. Right. Hey, if your spouse is around the kids, and pull just, your spouse either into yes. the room, pull them into the bathroom, whatever it is, close the door. Kids and don't just, be all right for a few minutes. They'll be okay. <laughs> they won't burn the house down. Just just hug your spouse for two minutes. Hug them. And if they say, what are you doing? Just hug them for just two minutes them, and yeah. just really study them, embrace them. Taking that moment. Yeah, taking that moment. I think it's so important to just taking that moment. So um, that's a great tip. Um, yes. Yeah, so date night. Date night is a very yes, good tip, guys. Date night is make sure, very yeah. and important. And if you can't go out, make date night right there in the room. Hug, yes. hold hands. Get creative. Yeah, get I used creative. to make Aaron little picnics. Remember when we didn't have much money? Yeah. We were dating. Mm-hmm. We, we had our first apartment. Two young babies. No yep. babysitter. Yep. We had a little picnics. I would put a cute little blanket down. I used to make cards. Oh, we used to, we used to make each other handmade cards back then. Mm-hmm. Don't do that no more. I'll text you. But, um, yes, you would text me <laughs> emojis. I'm not going to tell y'all what kind of emojis, but, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm grown out I get I get random emoji um vegetable texts. 
anyway. Somebody trying hard for a fourth baby. But um, <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Picnics. You could do cute little picnics on the floor, watch a movie. Yeah. Watch each other, make movies. Yeah. We talk about that. Yeah, again, <laughs> listen. Hello, somebody. Um, but yeah, marriage is, is something that needs to be, um, it's not a, you throw the ring on and then it is what it is. Marriage needs to be something celebrated every day. So we try to at least spend some time with each other every single day. Be very, very, very intentional about maintaining your marriage every single day. All right? So date night, that's point one. Point two, why do we stay married? I think that's a good question. Why do we stay married? Because you're sexy. Well, that's the obvious. Everybody knows I'm gorgeous. (laughs) That's, you know, hey, hello. Everybody knows I'm gorgeous. We stay married because we committed to this thing. We took vows in front of God, in front of our families, and we're committed to creating a legacy that wasn't given to us. Mm -hmm. We are committed to to being different. I don't know what's the percentage of divorces. It's still fifty percent. Fifty percent. But yeah, we just want to be different. We, um, Aaron's from a divorced family. Um, my mom has been through some things also. So we're committed to um, just seeing this thing out. We're committed to the vows that we took. We are committed to each other. We said mm-hmm. that earlier, no matter what, we're committed to this thing. And we, we want to set a legacy where it's different. Our kids know that a man and a woman can come together and just love each other through yeah. through the ups, through the downs. Um, we're mm-hmm. here for you. I got your back. You got my back. We're going we're gonna to conquer this world together. Yeah. So... And I think that's something that is, that, that's exactly why we're married. We're married because one, not only do I love her, but she's my best friend. And Aww. that has to be something too. It's, it's impossible to maintain a marriage if you're not even friends with your spouse. You have, I think it's so important. You have to be friends with your spouse. Um, Naomi, you're always going to like each other because mm-hmm. things are going to happen where you will, you know, have some tense fellowship. Yeah. Um, he get on my nerves sometimes. So. I can't stand it sometimes. Oh, you know what I mean? Lord, we can't stand each other sometimes. Yeah. Lots of times. Lots of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we love each other and we do like each other too. Mm-hmm. But, but we have to make sure that we, um, you know, we wanted to, we said from a long time ago, we wanted to leave a legacy for our children. Like my wife said, I didn't grow up with my mom and dad in the same household. They were divorced when I was very young, separated when I was young. Um, and so I really didn't have that image of what um, a quote-unquote marriage looked like. Uh, my my images of marriage were, you know, the Cosby show and, um, you know, things like that. That was that was my image of marriage because I didn't have that image in my home. And so when I... When I um, married my wife that was one thing that I wanted to make sure that I could leave which was a legacy of what a husband and a wife are and what parents are and what godly parents are and um you know I wanted my kids to really see that marriage can work it's not always gonna be perfect it's not always gonna be pretty but you gotta you know you gotta fight and it's easy to fight when you got somebody that's in your corner so again that's your friend and I don't know what kind of friends you have, but my friends are ride or die friends. So if you're going through something, that means we going through something. And that's one thing I love with my wife because when I'm going through something, I know she got my back. If nobody else got my back, she got my back. If nobody else going going to walk with me, she going to walk with me. If anybody else going to fight with me, she gonna, I know she going to have my back. She going to throw down too. So I we don't just, know how to fight though, baby. I know. Well, you will, mm-hmm. you'll catch punches for me. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, what I'm saying is you have to have, we stay married because we have each other's back. Like that's yes. my best friend. So I'm going to make sure that no matter what happens in my life, she's good and it's going to be vice versa as well. We're always going to look out for each other no matter what. 
And so I stay married. We stay married because we committed to each other. But we also stay married. We stay married because we love each other. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. And when you love somebody, you're going to go through the through hell and back for them. Um, no matter what happens, you're going to make sure that that person is okay. And so I can wake up every day happy knowing that my wife has my back. So that's why we stay married. Is that, is that good? Oh, that's so good. That's good, right? All right. I love that, too. That was, that was pretty good. That was um, good. You're awesome. I know. Thank you, baby. You know. You know, sentimental. I'll, I can't kiss you because the mic is going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Relax over there. Relax over there. But, uh, yeah, that's why we stay married. So, date night is very important yes. to sustaining a healthy marriage, but also knowing why you guys are together, why you guys yes. got together, but also why do you stay together. And if there are things that are obstacles in the way of staying together you gotta remember why you first got together yes and that's how you can maintain that if you just make sure that you remember why you got together in the first place remind each other daily that's why the hugs are good it's something about embracing your wife and just feeling her in your arms is like the most powerful thing ever because hey look it took a a woman kong uh king kong you know what i mean like the king kong was so uh infatuated um with the with the girl that he just you know he was getting shot by helicopters and stuff like that but he still had to make sure she was okay but um it's something about especially you know i'm gonna talk about as a black man it's not about having a a a wife that's gonna always have your back when you have to come into the uh come out coming come back home from a world that is just crazy uh it's something about having stability at home um for that so that's why we stay married we stay married because we love each other and um anything else you want to add to that no. one knowing your why is important and yeah. reminding each other of the of, of both of your whys definitely definitely yeah at point number three is our last point so we're not gonna stay all day y'all this is our last point because it is point valentine's day so we want you guys to go out there and have fun today can i sing it will you stop with the singing thing <laughs> Who told this girl she could sing? Please, like, I don't know. Stop texting her. Tell her Point to sing. Point number three. Point number three. How do we deal with the stress of balancing work, passions, and family? How do we deal with the stress of balancing work, passion, family? And I'm going to put another one in there too. Uh, and ministry. Mm-hmm. How, how do we balance those things? Pray. Mm-hmm. We pray. Um, we take time out of our day every day. Uh, sometimes a little hard in the morning to do because we leave at different times. Um, I leave at five. Aaron leaves a little later. But um, I would say we pray. We we really make sure that Christ is the center of our marriage. I know easier said than done, but we make sure we take time out every night to come together as a family and praying. We just take turns from the smallest, and then Aaron will will finish up. Um, we go around the circle, hold hands, and, and we just pray. And it's it's rough. It's rough getting through getting through all the stuff. Work, kids, schoolwork. Oh my gosh, y'all yeah. know about this new math. Y'all know. What that. is what is wrong with this new math? I don't that get new it. New math. Oh math my gosh, I don't want to love anybody after I'm done doing homework with my kids. That <laughs> new math got me all stressed out. Yeah. But anyway, we we take time to to pray together, to 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 work through things. We take time to to talk. We learned about communication styles. Um, Oh, there go the book. We take um we learned about communication styles at the at the marriage seminar. And what else? What else did we learn at the marriage seminar? Dad? We we learned a lot a lot of different things about just um valuing um valuing your spouse. Yes. Valuing your spouse, valuing each other's time yes. and just making sure that we set everything as a priority, which is my advice. 
um, we deal with the stress of balancing work, passion, and family by prioritizing everything. Everything has to have order. Even in the Bible, it had, had order. Um, you know, it's God, your spouse, then your children, and yes. then it trickles down. Yeah. And so we have to really make sure that we prioritize those things because for me, my first thought is my is my wife. I have to make sure my wife is okay. And so I don't do it all at all times, and that's why I fall short. And then when I fall short, you can tell it because it's off in the house. Uh, the balance is just off in the house when when the priority's out of order. Um, so the, my best advice uh, to dealing with stress is to create order. Um, know who comes first, which is obviously our relationship with God. But number two is your spouse. I know some people are like, I ain't put no man, no woman before my yeah, kids. Yeah. I get that. I understand it. I but just, I was just going to talk about that. So yeah. um, so as a woman, it's it's tough because like just being a mom, like with three kids, like I just want to make sure my kids are, are doing well. They're doing well at school. Like they have everything they need. Who has to shower? Who has to do this? What's due? The projects coming up, activities, who's going here, who's going there? Like it's it's tough to um to but like uh Sarah Jake said those kids are gonna be gone and then it's gonna be you and your husband then you guys gonna have to look at each other and know <laughs> each other because they're gonna go on with their lives so it's important I think even um Aisha Curry I don't know if you heard this Erin mm. she was people were coming for her too because she posted on her on her Instagram account like. And she was or she was doing an interview and they asked her like you know about their marriage and she said the number one thing is is putting they put each other first like how you know how they've how have their marriage been so successful and she mm -hmm. said you know her and and her husband they Steph, yeah. yeah they put each other first and people were just like oh my gosh what about your kids like how can you say that and it's biblical you know we're christians it's biblical it tells us in the bible to to honor your spouse and to and to you know, to make sure that that connection is there first and foremost before right. before anyone else, even before the kids. It's tough, yeah. but even before the kids. Look, I told my I told you my son, and your spouse. I told my son the other day. I said, "Listen, that's your mom, but that's my wife. That's my woman. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't care what you say. That's my wife first, because um, you know he's getting twelve, so he feel he can say a couple things. He definitely can't do that to my wife. You can't yell at my wife." You know, he he wasn't yelling at his mom. We have good kids, but he's respectful. He's respectful, he, he but but you know, he has his moments. Yeah, and I'm gonna bust him upside the head <laughs> next time he got a moment. But um, yeah, we gotta make sure that uh, there's order in your life, and if that marriage connection, that spouse connection, is out of order, everything else falls out of order. God, spouse, kids, everything else trickles down from there. You know, passions, everything. Another point, just make sure. Uh, that you guys support what your spouses want to do. My wife has some things she's working on now. Um, and I'm so proud of her because she's such a phenomenal woman. She really is. She really does live out what a phenomenal woman is all about. And I really do appreciate her. She has so she she really helps out everybody and she tries to help so many people that sometimes she lets herself fall by the wayside, meaning her, her dreams and aspirations. And I'm so excited that this year she's actually pushing forward and moving towards some things that she really wanted to do for a long time. So, um, and I support her wholeheartedly. I just think she's a, a phenomenal woman that people need to know more about. And um, I'm hoping 2019 is the year that she actually gets to let, let herself be known to the world. And I think she can really help a lot of people with the stuff that she's going to be doing. So support your spouse in everything that they do. Yes. Um, Thank you, baby. The one person that 
can um, make or break your dream or the people that are surrounding you. That person is not um, behind you or supporting you. It can really, really feel like you have a boulder or the weight of the world is against you. And so, but when you come home to a loving house and somebody that supports you, it's the best feeling in the world. And so spouses really, really try to go to bat for your spouse and really have their back. Um, yeah, it's just very, very important. So that's how you balance those things. You got just got to have order. Make sure everything is in order. Make sure your house is in order, your marriage is in order, and then everything else will fall into place. And obviously keep God ahead of all that stuff. You yes. know what I mean? Um, so we've come to the end of this podcast. I didn't want to keep you guys all day. I think we're like 42 minutes in or something like that. Are but we? yeah, we've been talking for a while. But oh, wow. um, I want we want to leave you guys with a, a, a book selection of the week. And it's something my wife actually talked about earlier. Um, and the name of the book is His Needs, Her Needs. Yes. And the um, the author is Willard F. Harley Jr. Junior. All right. Yes. His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage. Yes. Wow. His Needs, Her Needs, right? Uh, so this is out. one of the books that we gift to everyone, every, every wedding that we go to. This yeah. is a book that we just take with us. It's a real great book. It talks about that, that love bank, filling up that love bank that we talked about earlier. And just um, making sure that you're meeting the, the needs of your spouse. So this is a great tool if you're looking for something to, you know, be in addition to all the other materials out there to support your marriage. This is a great one. His needs, her needs. And read it together too. Don't just feel like, you know, leave it up to one person because I'm horrible at doing that. My wife finds some great books and uh, hopefully when she comes on the podcast more, I'm going to try and get her on the podcast a couple of times, uh, maybe once a month or every other month or something like that. But we're going to do some book recommendations because she reads a lot of books and she has some great knowledge that, that we, I feel can benefit the audience. So, uh, but this is our first one. His Needs, Her Needs by Willard F. Harley Jr. Check it out. Uh, read it with your spouse and um, start a conversation. Yes. So with all that being said, we thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I think I love my wife. I know I love my wife. And those, I know I love my husband. That's what I'm talking about. And listen, you guys have a great Valentine's Day. Love each other. Continue to build together. And um, let's really live our destiny out. Yeah, all right. Love you guys. Have a great day. Until next time, this is AP and Friends Podcast. Make sure I follow the Instagram at AP Friends Podcast. And um, yeah, make sure you follow the SoundCloud. I'm trying to get the podcast onto iTunes and um, Spotify real soon. So look out for that. Hopefully, that'll help you guys out soon. And um, yeah, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, y'all. We appreciate you. Happy Valentine's Day. God bless. We out. AP and friends. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>